Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Moms Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, Increase your income and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash solomoms. That's audibletrial.com slash solomoms. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. My guest today is Alison Banfield. Listen to how this married mom of two exercise love and compassion, even in the face of continuing betrayal. I've known Alison for quite some time, and we've served in ministry together. I'm going to tell you that this was a very difficult interview for me. But I admire her strength and perseverance because she holds her head up high despite the devastation brought to her family by her unfaithful husband. I see so many similarities with this mom and it has, it was hard not to break down during this interview. Help me welcome Alison Banfield. Hey Alison, how are you? I'm good, Jan. How are you? I'm all right. Um... So can you tell, can you explain how you became a solo mom? Yeah, sure. Um, 
My situation, I don't know if it's, if, if it's unique, but it's, it's very, um, it's a very tumultuous situation. I've been married for almost 15 years. And mm-hmm. during the course of my marriage, um, uh, my husband has had several affairs. Um, he was with a young lady. Um, well, the first young lady that I knew about, he's been with her for a very long time, almost, um, since the first year of our marriage. Wow. And then the affairs, yes, yes. And then the, the affairs just escalated and, um, he ended up having a child with another young lady Oof. that had a child with the woman that he was with for that long period of time. Mm-hmm. Then we, we had another son together. And then I recently found out he, um, he had another baby with one of the other women so for one man to have like three different households to run, it's, it's kind of impossible, especially if you're not like a millionaire. Yeah. So, so because my home is the most stable home, he has decided to not pour into my home and his money, his time and his everything is being spent outside of my home. So my two children, I have a son that's 12 and another baby that's almost two, he really, really does not do anything for and with them. So everything is left on me to, you know, carry on role of mom and dad. Wow. That's pretty tough. It is. It is tough. It's stressful. It's frustrating. It's sad, but, um, you know, I, I have to keep going because of my children. They didn't right. ask to be here. So I have to provide, protect, and care for them. Oh, well, I'm sorry you're going through that, and for so long. And yeah. um, I, I just can't imagine what that's like. I, I know what it's like being cheated on, but by my husband. But I can't imagine enduring it this long. Um, so yeah. you're strong. And you know, a lot of people ask the question, "Well, why don't you just uh, get out of it? Why don't you just..." leave and Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of me wanting to leave but you know I have to be I have to be fully prepared for those repercussions I'm leaving you know my children although he's not there I have a 12 year old that knows and sees everything Mm -hmm. and just for him not to be there totally it'll have an effect on him but I, you know, I'm getting to the point where I'm doing all these things by myself anyway. So I might as well just go ahead and, you know, go through with the divorce. Right. But it takes, everyone is different and it takes time for people to get to certain places. Maybe right. I'm slower than some, yeah. but I will get to where I need to be. And I won't have someone like pushing their agenda on me. Right. But I... This does, this does, this ravages your self-esteem, you know, mm-hmm. it's everything, everything. And I've been through the gamut and it's only because of God's grace and his glory that mm-hmm. I'm standing here. Let me tell you. Yeah. And he's, he's still doing miraculous things through me Yeah, and for my, and for my family, to be honest with you, because I'm, I'm really a single mom. 
I have a mortgage to pay. The mortgage is getting paid. My lights are not cut off. My children are healthy. Like, you know, my son can go to the school that he wants to go to. Mm-hmm. All of that on, I don't know, Jen, sometimes I don't know where it comes from. But, you know, it's a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing. And you're strong, you know. You, you're you usually strong. Somebody says, well, the Bible says that uh, God won't give you more than you can bear. And <laughs> I am, yes, uh, we we often scoff at that. But you are enduring and you're not just enduring you're being a light to other people and so mm-hmm. you know and a, and a rock to your children because yeah. you're there for them so yeah. believe that and I, I'm really sorry you're going through that but thank and thank you for sharing it because you know mm-hmm. it can't be easy it's not but you know during the course of this I've learned so many things about myself the, yes. the resiliency, you know, I could have easily adopted a woe is me attitude, but it, it's either fight or flight. And I've chosen to fight. Right. I've chosen to pray. I've ch- chosen to be that, that, that person that my children look to. Mm-hmm. And eventually when, not if, when this whole thing is settled, yes. they'll know that they, they have a mom that can do anything. And I want them to have that same spirit, that same don't quit, don't give up. You can do this kind of spirit because there's a lot of things in this world that will try to bring you down and tell you, no, you're not supposed to be here. No, you can't do this. And, you know, we have to prove them wrong. Yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, you you mentioned your self-esteem. Can you tell, can you tell me anything about, those feelings that you you experienced um, throughout you know the past few years and and what what effect it has on your yourself as a woman your sense of self right. as a woman. Well, I think I think I've been dealing with this, and I can't I can't just um, put the onus on my husband for this. I think that I was dealing with self-esteem and self-worth issues for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister and I were products of an affair. Mm. So my mom was the outside woman and, you know, my dad was around for a very short time. You know, we were born in Guyana. We came to the States and then um, he left, completely left when my sister and I were eight and nine years old. So it's that, that um, feeling of abandonment, mm-hmm. that feeling like, you know, I wasn't good enough for daddy to stay. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that, um, you know, that stuck with me well into my teenage and even into my adulthood. Actually, when I met my husband, my husband was my first boyfriend. I didn't know anything about having relationships. I didn't know what a positive relationship was supposed to look like. And you have to remember, I've been him, been with him since I was around 19. Mm. So if this is the, the man that you're looking to for everything, your comfort, your security, and he's beating you down and he's telling you, you know, you're this and you're that, mm-hmm. you'll have a tendency to believe that person. Right. Even though what they're saying is a lie, it affects your life as if it's true. Yes, definitely. And as a and as a woman, I thought that my value was 
in how I look, my appearance, how I dress. Mm-hmm. So if so if I if I um, dress well, or if I you know my hair was always done, my nails were always done, mm-hmm. then I would be the thing that you know he desired and he wanted. And if he didn't desire and if he didn't want me, that meant that you know something was wrong with me right. physically. So I don't know if that makes sense. But, yes, um, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I didn't really have experience experiences with men. I I dated. I didn't date. Like I said, my husband was my first boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I don't really think I was interested in dating only because I never had a positive a positive um, understanding of what a relationship should look like. I've watched my sister as we were growing up because she dated a lot go through these terrible breakups, these terrible boyfriends. And I like kind of like X myself off, close myself off from all those things because I didn't want to be bothered. So my life was just about schoolwork, maintaining a high GPA and just staying away from all those things that would cause me pain. Right. Because that's how relationships, relationships were pain. Yeah. Yeah. So you you use performance as your your anchor, so to speak. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay, I mm-hmm. understand that, of course. So tell me, what keeps you going? Faith keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Knowing that God has a great plan for me, He has um, His plans, like He says in His Word, are not to harm me but to prosper me. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that I could have gotten through this and and I'm still going through it and getting through it if it wasn't for the Lord because honestly Jen I would have poisoned him I would have like you know tried to do harm to him Mm -hmm. the women that he was with the children that he was with this is real talk Mm -hmm. because in my in my mind I've wished them dead several times Mm -hmm. um and my children right and my children and I can I can I can verbalize that now because I know that we are human, and as humans, we go through a gambit of emotions. Right. And, you know, God was both human and spirit, so the things that we're experiencing is nothing new to him. Right. So if I can go to him and admit those things to him and say, Lord, this is what I'm feeling, help me to turn this around, Mm -hmm. use this for something, then you can get through it. So the first step I had to do was not suppress my feelings, but admit my feelings to God. And I really think because of that, you know, I'm able to just do what I have to do for myself and my children. And really and truly, this situation aside, I have seen the favor of God in my life, on Mm -hmm. my job, with promotions, with my salary, with being able to pour into other people, other women mm-hmm. with this, um, with similar situations, it's been a blessing. And every step teaches me something different about myself. Right. And the more and more I, I, he pours into me, the more and more I know that I'm going to be able to make it. Yes, you will. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been on the receiving end of your pouring in, so I can always testify to that. Oh, boy. Only God, girl. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so now that we know what keeps you going, what keeps you up at night? Fear. 
Okay. And we all, we all know fear is mm-hmm. irrational because sometimes I think I'm not going to be able to provide for my kids. I'm not going to be able to, you know, make it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to make it, but I know that's a lie because yes. I am making it. <laughs> I am making it and I am providing for my kids. Yes. So, you know, I think it's a little bit of that irrational fear that keeps me up. I, you know, and I wonder, like, what's in store for my future sometimes? Like, will I, will I meet someone else? You know, what's, what's going on with me in the future? But I know I shouldn't worry about that. Yes, I, I yeah. shouldn't. But, like, I'm human. And, yeah. you know, it, it happens sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. So tell me something you do to to step away, take a break, inhale, breathe. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to say it's exercise, but it's not. <laughs> like for the last couple of days, because you know we've been working from home because of COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. so we've been um, not in the office since the sixteenth of this month, and I tried to exercise like twice and. That was a complete fail. Mm-hmm. But I like to listen to music. Okay. I like to write. I okay. started um, putting together what what hopefully will one day become a book about my life and marriage and divorce and redemption. Mm-hmm. So I, I I I do that. I journal a lot, and I love I love to dance. Wow! I love to Good. dance. Yeah. So I do those things to. Um, that makes me feel happy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. That's mm-hmm. good. Yes. Um, and you mentioned COVID-19. Um, can you tell me what, what it's like working from home with your kids? Well, well, with my kids is, is a whole different ball game. Our <laughs> firm, you know, <laughs> our firm has afforded us to be able to work from home usually twice a month. So I'm used to working from home, but working with the children at home is a little, um, different my son who is 12 is pretty much self-sufficient but my one-year-old he is used to just like climbing on me and mm-hmm. pulling me and you know wanting so much of my time so it's it's kind of difficult to juggle but right. you know i'm getting through it I'm yes getting through it. yes mm-hmm. that's good what's your biggest dream what does allison want I I would love, 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 love to be able to be my own boss mm-hmm. and not have to report in or check in with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for my children just to have more stability and... You know, I just want my I want my kids to be happy, and I I know it sounds blah blah blah, mm-hmm. kids kids kids, but these kids are these kids are you know I've been entrusted to to raise these children, and I want the best for them. Yeah, we live so, for them, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Oh wow, this is this is good. Thank you, and and this is powerful. It's a powerful testimony to to your character that you've really risen above all the hurt and the pain that's been yeah, thank you. thrown at you. I'm, try- I'm trying. I don't have my, my um, halo on every day. Every day <laughs> <laughs> None of us do, honey. None of us do. Yeah. 
like, and actually, let me tell you a story. My husband, he actually, um, he actually tested positive for COVID-19. I came, my father actually passed away. So I was in Guyana and I returned home on March 6th. And when I came back that Friday, he said he was feeling sick. But remember, I wasn't really paying attention to this COVID-19 stuff. And then all of a sudden, he just fell ill, like mm. really, really sick. And he's an asthmatic. Mm. So I said, oh, my goodness, he's sick. So we put him, we, meaning my mother-in-law and I, mm-hmm. because we we have a two-family house. Okay. So first, he was in the basement. He was in the basement. We We quarantined him there. And then, for some reason, he just gravitated upstairs towards my living room. So I had to isolate the whole living room. And all this time, all this time, you know, I was taking care of him, nursing him, you know, helping him. And I don't think I would have been able to do that if I didn't really have the love of the Lord, because Mm -hmm. I would have, you know, I needed to be able to separate his deeds from what I needed to do for him as a person. Right. So he he's on the men now, not on the men, actually fully recovered now, and um, is is not here. But he's like completely gone. So. Mm. Oh, you will be rewarded. I'm sure of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll be rewarded. You're an angel. Um, mm. all right. Thanks, Alison, and um, wow, thank you for talking <laughs> to me and for letting me share this with with other moms who are going through things. Um, thank you so much. I hope, it, I hope it's useful. I hope somebody can glean from it. And, you know, it's, 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 it's solo mom, but we have communities behind us. There's always somebody willing to help, willing to pour into you, mm-hmm. willing to sacrifice for you. And on us single mothers or solo mothers to forget that you're never really alone. You yes. have your, you, you have your faith, your family, friends who will love on you and give you words of encouragement. So out of everything, that's what I want people to know. Yes. You're never you. alone. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Okay, Mom. Right. Those who tell their story rule the world. Tell your story on an upcoming episode of Solo Moms Talk. And if you think Alison's story can help someone else, please share with them. Please subscribe so you will know when new episodes become available. Kindly also leave a review. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you. Hello solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. 
As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.